Hey guys, Jared here, and welcome to episode 3 of Sit Down Saturdays. Sit Down Saturdays is a podcast which is geared towards the exploration and analysis of the most creative minds of the next generation. Today we're going to be joined by music composer Matthew Rizzo to discuss his upcoming projects and album. Sit Down Saturdays is a podcast created by short film writer and director Jared Miller, which would be me, so tune in each Saturday as we sit down with a new creative mind to talk about what they've learned and what projects are in the works from them. Hey guys, welcome back. Today we're here with music composer Matthew Rizzo. Matthew, how you doing, man? I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty good, pretty good. Um, here for this is actually our first conversation kind of over the phone and to a lot of the audience they might not know who you are, so kind of who are you? Well, I'm Matthew Rizzo. I'm a 16-year-old film composer. I'm very new to this and my first soundtrack for the upcoming short film The Girl in the Mirror by Julio Reyes will be releasing soon. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. I understand that that release is actually coming up pretty soon. Actually, before this COVID-19 whole, whole thing started, it was set to come out pretty soon. Yeah. Then, any updates with that that you know of or that you can disclose of? Well, I was actually just um, told about the day that it would be released, the new release date today. I'm not sure I haven't heard back from him, but I'm not allowed to. Oh, okay. I don't know if I should say anything yeah. now, but it was supposed to be April 20th. Or yeah. not April 20th, April 10th, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah, but that's so soon. Yeah, now it's moved later. Oh, man. Well, that's good that you guys were able to kind of rebound, rebound kind of find a find a good time, because that's got to be one yeah. of the hardest things. Absolutely. No, I just feel, so, I don't know, I feel like I kind of got off lucky, because like, when I released my film, that was just kind of like right before all this happened, so I didn't have to worry about oh, how am I going to get these actors together? How am I going to kind of like get filming together with this quarantine? You guys had a whole different problem on your hands. Oh, yeah. It came to that. Um, yeah. Man, well, that's good. That's good. That's always a kind of filmmaking kind of perspective to really just take the hits, take the punches, and adjust, you know? Absolutely, but I have hope now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man, it's kind of probably been these past couple weeks without too much hope but yeah <laughs> um so you said you're the you're the film composer for that film and yes. um so when it comes to composing and scoring how do you really develop an interest in doing that well it's funny because believe it or not music really had nothing to do with what got me into film scoring uh-huh. Uh, from the time i was like nine or ten i really wanted to just be a film director for disney Oh, and wow. I even started, when I was little, I had, like, a neighborhood production studio, and we did, like, we remade, like, all those classic films, like, Indiana Jones. What? Like, yeah, <laughs> we did that. So then I got to middle school, and I began studying uh, French horn violin, and I started composing, and over the years, I asked myself, how would I combine my love for film and my love for music, uh-huh. and that brought me to film scoring. Ah, oh, that's that's so cool. Oh my gosh. So you were probably um you had all your friends when you were growing up, they were all like part of your productions too. Oh yeah. You were directing yeah, all that? Everybody, <laughs> yes, everybody on the block. Oh my god, man. No, gotta include everybody. Gotta Yeah. If man. I see from talking from a director's point of view, I don't 
I don't think it's selfish, but someone else might see it and be like selfish. Be like, um, see anyone who shows kind of an interest, you just kind of like immediately, um, just kind of like you want to include them in everything. Yeah, no, no, I get that. Um, during this quarantine, though, however, how, how have you kind of stayed productive kind of with the whole scoring and all that? Well, honestly, quarantine is a dream for anybody with a creative <laughs> mind. Because right. all, all of my free time has been spent, you know, like plotting my next project and finishing up yeah. The Girl in the Mirror. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, the distractions are all eliminated. Yes. Man. Yeah, that's gotta be that's gotta be so cool, but Yeah, yeah. Um so when it comes to film scoring and all that and how you really got into it, what's um what was kind of the first moment that you realized like this is how I connect filmmaking and and music. Like this is the connection. Well, I've never like as a musician I've never been the classical music type. For some reason, it's just I'm more into modern music. Like, John Williams is amazing. Star Wars, all of that. So when we were remaking those films, like, doing little short versions of Indiana Jones, it was the music that really brought it all together. And then that made me, like, those kinds of films really pushed me into this. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, my gosh. When it comes to being the glue that holds together production and really capturing the essence of the scene and everything going on it's so essential yeah and it's so important definitely so now here let's talk about the project you're actually working on the girl in the mirror directed by julio reyes we've had julio on before how is the process of being of composing that project gone so far Well, as of right now, it's actually completed, but it was a great opportunity to push myself into actually committing to this as my plan for the future. Yeah. No. Yeah, it was a great experience. That's so yeah, yeah. You you get kind of that real world real world experience. You kind of apply all these dreams and like thoughts and like ideas about what you want to do with this, and you manifest it into a story. Absolutely. Man, that must have been kind of life-changing for you. Oh, yeah, because before I just kind of watched videos. I mean, you can YouTube videos of, like, scoring sessions. You see the whole orchestra on the scoring yeah. stage. It's really amazing. But, like, to actually sit down and write for an original project is just really, uh huh. like, it's an honor. Oh, my God. Definitely. I, um... I've actually I've never worked with a composer before. Um, all of all of the music we've used is either, well, honestly, I think they've all pretty much come off of um like royalty free sites, you know, like already made music that we've had to get permission to download, you know. Oh yeah. So, I so I feel like no matter how good that music is, it just never really compares to when a composer and a director they sit down, and they decide how to score a film. Oh yeah, because it's it's almost like two different languages that are oh, yeah. being translated into one, and then when you watch it, uh huh. Usually, you're not really thinking about the music, but if it works well, that's a good thing. Oh oh it yeah. Blends in. No no it yeah it it brings out the scene more, definitely. Yeah. But yeah yeah you're right about that like 
the only time you really think about the music in a film usually is when it doesn't really fit, not really the kind of the vibe of the scene, I suppose. Well, when you're analyzing it. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, obviously, like I said, we've had uh, Julio on so far. We've had Julio on the first episode we had, actually. So, mm-hmm. um, how would you describe your relationship with him and how that's made a difference during this project? Well, I think Julio and I had a really great relationship in regards to a work ethic. Um, we both spent a lot of time working on our end of the project in order to um, get it done on time, and that was really beneficial. I uh-huh. mean, aside from, like, the pushback release date, but yeah. other than that, it's been, like, a really good, um, just, like, interaction, I guess. yeah. Here, um, so when you're scoring, is is Julio actually present while you're doing that? Or does he, like, give oh, you direction? No. Yes, he gives me direction. Okay, alright, so, um, when he, like, gives you that direction, how, like, is it usually kind of in line with what you were already thinking, or, or do you see contrast there, but it works? Well, it's interesting because, I mean, every project starts brand new, so it's my job to kind of interpret things as I see fit and then I send it to review Uh and then usually at that point I get a pretty good idea of what he wants and like usually with a composer and director composer and director kind of relationship it's usually a completely different idea and then you kind of blend it from there oh yeah that makes sense wow (laughs) dang so um Throughout this process, you said the project's completed. Obviously, it's just waiting for its release. Um, yes. What have you probably... What are some things that you've learned? What some of the biggest things you take away from this project? Well, I've learned, like, just how much music can really affect a scene. Uh-huh. Well, not just a scene, but, like, even the overall story, as we had just talked about. Like, I, I swear I scored the opening scene at least, like, four to five times before <laughs> I got it right. And then from there, we were kind of both on the same page. And then we could just oh, yeah. build it from there. And it was a lot easier. Yeah. No, yeah, once you get the first scene done, you really, you all really have a feel for how yes. the rest of the project's going to go. So, yeah, that, that makes sense. I think that's like that for a lot of different things. Um, especially, like especially when it comes to filming the first scene the first first 10 15 minutes really sets the tone for the rest of the film so oh, absolutely oh my gosh and um so so um you obviously touched on the fact that you first wanted to be a director you even talked about like directing way way back in the past um what what are some similarities that you're kind of finding in between the directing and the scoring well, I think patience is huge. I mean, like, you know, it's very time-consuming to, like, completely go through the process of working on a film. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so to me, honestly, that's the first thing I can think of. Uh-huh, the time-consuming. Um, Here, I'll ask, just from my point of view, like, something that kind of took me really years to notice, and I'm still kind of discovering it and figuring it out now, is the when you think you're a paying you're paying attention to detail, but then you watch it over and then you start over analyzing and stuff. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So it's funny because 
most people will start their work in a computer. Yes. They'll have a notation software. Um, but honestly, I find more, um, I guess, attention to detail when I handwrite my music. Uh-huh. So I, I'll actually like sit down and I have a, you know, like a sketch and I just yeah. write everything out. <laughs> And then I put it in the computer, and I'm thinking, oh my this God. is not what I wanted it to sound like. So <laughs> then I can do edits from there. But I still get a lot more detail when I write things out. Yeah. I, I was actually going to ask about that, first of all, because like, I've seen pictures of you like writing stuff out. I was like, he doesn't have a computer or anything? To, and you said, but like that completely makes sense now. Well, yeah. And I, <laughs> I just say, like, as the more crowded the paper is, the better. Yeah. Like, that's how I know I have like a pretty decent idea yeah and plus when you're doing it that way that forces you to sit down and look at each individual kind of oh yeah and yeah. it's easy to miss things oh the oh definitely oh my gosh <laughs> that's why um i that's gotta be why um um storyboarding and all that when you're writing directing all that when you storyboard your scenes like when you like draw out how the frames are gonna look like before you go ahead and shoot it that uh, that probably makes such a difference. I've actually never done that. I've been on projects where they've done it, but I've never done it. But I'd, I'd imagine if you're an attention to detail person that that's got to help a lot. Absolutely. So um, I remember when we talked, you touched on um, kind of the album coming out for this film. So here, talk about that. What um, what what is that? So the Girl in the Mirror original soundtrack is a seven track orchestral score okay um there's it's mainly strings so there were three violin parts a viola a cello there's a piano and a few like woodwinds i guess oh my god to be honest the like the simple clarinet solos are just so subtle and so powerful at the same time those are my favorite honestly dude Um, oh my gosh (laughs) yeah man i'm i'm excited to watch this oh my gosh Although, <laughs> man, it sounds like you really put a lot of time and effort into that soundtrack as a whole, and I know it's going to end up showing up on the film, definitely. Thank you. Dang, of course. So, like, when you're, how do you approach the process of really, like, of, like, making this whole soundtrack? I guess we kind of, like, touched on that mostly, but when you're, when it comes to, like, um, like, the instrument-wise, like, how... How do you know, like, especially when a clarinet solo would be great here, or, like, when these woodwinds would work, or this viola? Well, a lot of times, I mean, like, for this case, I guess, because it's such a, it's such a, um, powerful subject, Uh you know, the story of the girl in the mirror, which Mm -hmm. will be reflected a lot in the film. Yeah. Um, I thought it was very important to use the same kind of simple melody throughout the film and just kind of evolve it in a more powerful way until you get to the resolution and you get the feeling of, like, the character has come so far. Uh-huh. I guess. Oh, and my the gosh. Instrument, yeah, the instrumentation, like clarinet here, violin there, it just kind of goes into place at that point. Okay. All right, I guess that would be the thing I was, I was, like, most curious about. But I don't know, like, just, like, hearing this and talking to you about it, like, it really, like, shows me kind of the parallels between, like, the directing 
and the and the composing and all that because you guys are both working in the same direction and kind of like I don't know that's just, that's just really cool to me <laughs> man um so any words of advice I guess you can kind of give to people who are kind of in your position or kind of young composers still like newer than you are I mean honestly my biggest thing that I stress to anybody is just to have patience mm-hmm. you know like this is such a small but yet competitive field and it may uh-huh. happen faster it may happen slow for somebody or you may just need to start small and work your way up mm-hmm. but the biggest thing is just to remember it's so important to not let your ego get the best <laughs> to not let negativity deter you from what you really want to do uh-huh no that's that's really good advice i think um shoot all right so how can the viewers of this film how can the listeners and stuff how can we find you you can find me on instagram uh it's matthew.j.rizzo mm-hmm. and there's a link to my website on there and oh, it can wow. take you to my youtube and also twitter which i made like three days ago <laughs> <laughs> hey it's something it's a plug yeah, I don't know anything about it, but it's there. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're in for a wild ride, man. <laughs> Twitter. But alright, yeah, you guys heard um his Instagram, please hit him up, hit up all the links he has in his bio. And um when in regards for the album, when would that be the soundtrack for that would that be released at the same time as the film? Or Yes. Alright, so the film and the album are gonna be re- released at the same time on this show. I will, I'll let you guys know when, let the viewers, I guess, know when the film's going to come out. I'll obviously, Julio and I talked about um, him coming back on after the release of The Girl in the Mirror, just to recap and talk about that. And you're definitely someone I'd love to get back on if you're down. Thank you. All right, awesome. Yeah, I would love to. Awesome, man. This has, been a, this has been really fun. This has been really good. And I'm excited for you guys. I'm hoping for the best, and I'm going to be one of the first people to watch it. I'm so excited. Awesome. Thank you. No problem, man. Have a great day. You too. Bye. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to episode three of Sit Down Saturdays. And make sure you follow me on Instagram at Jared Miller Film and subscribe to me on YouTube at Jared Miller. Hope you have a great day. Tune in for more episodes each Saturday and positive vibes only.